Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scriptural readings for today. Our readings for today are from Saturday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book, a reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I ask then, has God rejected his people? Of course not. For I too am a child of Israel, a descendant of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says about Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel? Hence I ask, did they stumble so as to fall? Of course not. But through their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles, so as to make them jealous. Now, if their transgression is enrichment for the world, and if their diminished number is enrichment for the Gentiles, how much more their full number? I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you will not become wise in your own estimation. A hardening has come upon Israel in part, until the full number of the Gentiles comes in, and thus all Israel will be saved, as it is written. The Deliverer will come out of Zion. He will turn away godlessness from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. In respect to the gospel, they are enemies on your account. But in respect to election, they are beloved because of the patriarch. For the gifts and the call of God are are irrevocable. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. The Lord will not abandon his people. The Lord will not abandon his people. Blessed the man whom you instruct, O Lord, whom you whom by your law you teach, giving him rest from evil days. The Lord will not abandon his people. For the Lord will not cast off his people, nor abandon his inheritance. But judgment shall again be with justice, and all the upright of heart shall follow it. The Lord will not abandon his people. Were not the Lord my help, my soul would soon dwell in the silent grave. When I say, my foot is slipping, Your mercy, O Lord, sustains me. The Lord will not abandon his people. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, Do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, Give your place to this man, and then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place, so that when the host comes to you, he may say, My friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I certainly hope Lenny Kravitz sent a few million dollars Yogi Berra's way. Back when Berra played baseball, the salaries of professional athletes were modest by today's standards. Thanks to his musical talents and success, however, Kravitz is worth somewhere in the neighborhood of $90 million. His most popular song was the 1991 hit, It Ain't Over Till It's Over, which hit number two on the U.S. Billboard Top 100 chart and made the top 10 in several other countries, too. Kravitz wrote and sang about his effort to revive the passion in his his then-marriage to actress Lisa Bonet. But it was Berra who first used the title phrase in 1973 
while managing the New York Mets when asked about their chances to win the National League East title, despite being well behind in the standings at the time. Barrow was a prophet, as it turned out. They came back to win the crown. Something tells me Yogi never saw a dime of those song royalties, though. In our first reading today, St. Paul assures his readers that it ain't over till it's over for the Jewish people. Yeah, they broke the covenant promises to God, and even when the Father sent the Son to redeem them, they turned away. But this doesn't mean that there's no hope for those once called the chosen people. If the Lord God can use the Jews to save the Gentiles, then he can use the Gentiles to save the Jews. But however it happens, Paul is convinced that God's patience and generosity are unmatched. This gives all of us hope, too. We look at what's going on in Israel and Gaza right now, with so many people, with so many innocent people suffering and each side blaming the other. That's never worked before, and it won't work now. We lament that our kids and grandkids have lost their way, maybe even rejected faith altogether. Nothing we say seems to change that, except maybe to make it worse. After four years of fighting, some question me, and I am tempted to agree with them at times, has the pain and length of this personal battle been for nothing? But it ain't over till it's over, because the eternal God is never over, and he has the final say. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me. Thank you.